Hello, this is Gotta Be Done. Uh, you're with Mary and Kate in the wagon and everyone would know by now that we are pretty excited for new episodes. But Kate, I think this might be as or even more exciting than new episodes. We've got a special guest with us. I know, and it's a, a special guest who I think our um, listeners will be extremely excited about. Uh, we've got the lovely Melanie Zanetti with us today, otherwise known as Chili Healer. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, it's so good. Welcome. This is probably the most exciting thing to happen for quite some time. We've been in lockdown, so, you know, that's a low bar, but yes, I think you've raised it well and truly past the roof. Fabulous. So good to hear. <laughs> Mel, the world's a bit heavy at the moment, so before we start, we're just wondering a little welfare check. How are you going and what are you doing to cope with COVID? Um. Overall, I would say, you know, in the grand scheme of where everyone's at in the world, I'm doing fine. Um, for me, COVID came um, on the back of some really intense periods of work. Um, so I was, I was pretty ready for a nap anyway, like a long one. So the timing wasn't so bad at the beginning. Um, and I'm in Queensland, so we've been so fortunate up here, um, not having to go into the hardcore lockdowns that, say, Melbourne have. I'm just in awe of how everyone's dealt with that. Um, that's been amazing. So I feel really quite fortunate. Like all my work for the year, well, not all of it, but a lot of it, because I was supposed to be in Europe and the US, mm. um, has been pushed till next year. Um, but other things have come from this time, so... All considered, I'm doing well. How about you guys? <laughs> oh, it's been it's been interesting. <laughs> I think I think we're very very glad to have some new episodes of Bluey. Um, to I think to a lot of parents uh, are probably looking forward to that. Um, my uh, my brother and his partner and my niece are uh, they're like we're so ready, Mel. We are so ready for new ones. <laughs> You must be like auntie of the year, really, being like one of the most formidable characters on Australian children's She's a little bit uh, young yet. She's about 18 months. So she there's she hasn't quite, they're like, we're so excited when she's actually going to click. But I think that's a little bit uh, a while off. And there's a sort of like cognitive dissonance that happens with kids where it's like, no, 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 you're not a cartoon dog. You're just a person. <laughs> uh, so I get that. So there's, you know, there's some anonymity that comes with the smaller humans. <laughs> it's lovely. Uh, Chewy, I'm wearing thongs. Oh, great. Uh, well, lovely to know you've got that um, discovery on the horizon, Mel, and lovely to know you're back in Australia as well. Um, let's go right back to the start. I'm sure it's no surprise to you that we adore Chili. Um, she is our queen. How, how did the role come up for you? Um, it was really a very strange sort of um, course of events. I was doing a voiceover using um, Dan Brum, who plays Stripe and does sound for Bluey. I was mm. using his studio to put a voiceover down for something very banal. It was like Marubra State Council's online video. So it was something really <laughs> exciting like that. 
And um, I was using his studio and he's like, you know, you've got a great voice. Um, my brother's making this cartoon and the whole thing's already cast, but there might be characters later. Like, can we just chuck your voice down? Let's do this, bingo. And then I think ABC weren't sold on the voices that they had and they had to mix stuff up and they were presenting the pilot at the, I think it was the Asia Pacific Cartoon Convention and just beforehand I got a call from Dan. He's like, do you mind if we use your voice? And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) yes, that is totally fine. They'd shown me the animatronics and I fell in love with it straight away. So I was very keen to be part of it. And then after that, ABC really did their, and Ludo did their due diligence and they auditioned, I think, for like a few months for the role. And wow. they came back to me and went, no, you're, you're the best. You're right. <laughs> oh, whack a do. I won't be messing with you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was, it was like, okay, no, no, no. They, they made sure I was right. But it happened. Um, it was really a very serendipitous, bizarre turn of events, really. Um, were you inspired by anyone in particular, Mel, when you were voicing Chili? And um, I guess I'm interested in what elements of your own life you were drawing on. Well, I was really inspired by my mom. I'm one of six kids. Um, so the whole like juggling life and children thing, my mom's a bit of a pro at. And the sort of um, warmth and care and smarts and... Um, all of that kind of stuff. Like sometimes I, I'll say lines and I'll go, oh, how would my mum? Oh, yeah, okay, that's it. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, so, wow. so a lot of that will come from, uh, I think, from her, but just also thinking about what it would be like to have two little puppies and how you, you, want, you want to treat <laughs> small humans. Um, yeah, so I, so I guess um, a lot of those ideas of, making space for everyone and making sure everyone's heard and really seen. I think that is written so intrinsically in Chile as a character. Like Joe is such a beautiful writer and I think who Joe is and his partner is as parents really come through. What is that? This is what a real camera looks like. Are you ready, Bob? And I think that's kind of like it's already it's all on the page, but um, yeah, that's where I'm coming from when I'm bringing Chili to life. Wow, your mum must just love hearing that as well. <laughs> um, where did she you come in it. the order of uh, the six kids, Mel? Uh, can you relate to any of the Bingo and Bluey dynamic, or is oh, it more yeah, yeah. Than I'm, that I'm the family? Bingo. Um, okay, so we have two girls. I'm number two. I'm number two of six. So there's two girls, two boys, two girls. Um, so it was a, uh, convenient ordering of the litter. Not that my parents did anything with any order or thought or, or crazy, uh, who has six kids, but now it's amazing. Uh, Oh, no way. Uh, I'm the eldest of seven. So I'm the bully (gasps) to your bingo. But, uh, yes, that's, it's just a recipe for chaos, isn't it? Isn't it? It's anarchy when you're growing up, but it's so wonderful now having this, you know, litter that, (laughs) that you're part of. Uh, That's, you know, it's really, it's really wonderful having, having all these people who have your back. It's very special. Oh, brilliant. Um, Mel, uh, speaking, I guess, about, um, those sorts of things when 
I mean, living in Brisbane, it must be nice being home and having all that family around. But you were actually living in New York when Bluey first arrived on the screen. Was it weird seeing it land in Australia from so far away and having the rest well, of the I people was, wake up? I think for the very first season I was in LA and then for the second one I was in New York. And, it, um, yeah, it was so interesting getting all of the this uh, feedback from from friends going, oh my gosh, we're obsessed with this show. I've had all of these people from like high school come out of the woodwork going, my family loves your show. Um, <laughs> lots of people reconnecting who've had children and are just thrilled with it. Uh, so that's been lovely. And being from Brisbane, Mel, did you sort of, were you seeing when you watched the first cuts and as you laid down voice, you know, all the beautiful nods to Brisbane and was it making you homesick? Um, a little bit. I do. I love that it's from Brisbane so much. I think there's there's a real pride in Bluey um, when people are from Brisbane and Queensland, the idea that something that's, you know, been this global success has come out of Brisbane. And I, I do love all the little nods that, you know, there's obviously very specific places um, that they've captured during the episodes and the jacarandas. Um, yeah, definitely. E- even just like if I'm away, I'll watch some Bluey because it will. if I feel a bit homesick. I have to oh, ask then, what's your favourite episode, Mel, to, to sort of channel that? Oh, my gosh. Hard. It's like saying, "What's your? Who's your favorite child?" Um, oh, that's easy, but I won't uh, say that. Yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. Um, uh, look, I have a few favorites. Um, so there's like your classics, like grannies, like no one can, like can get past that in the first season. Um, but also, I love, uh, I love Hammer Barn. I love Escape. Well, we're going to lie in comfy hammocks wearing sunglasses. Drinking from coconuts with those little umbrellas. No kids allowed. Yeah, no kids allowed. What? I love fancy restaurant. And then two that I just think are like can't go past is Flat Pack and Sleepy Time. Like Mm. Sleepy Time is a masterpiece. I recorded that so I knew the whole episode, but I watched it and I sobbed. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we <laughs> weren't amazing. alone in that one because oh, it's so emotional. Like, I, I wasn't sure whether I was just premenstrual, so I went on the internet. I was like, "Oh no, no, everyone else is crying too." Yeah, oh, it was amazing. It be premenstrual that together. line that you deliver, as chilly as the sun, it still gets me. I have to go. I'm a big girl now. Remember, I'll always be here for you, even if you can't see me, because I love you. Yeah, it got me too. And I was like, oh, I don't quite remember because I'm not recording in context. <laughs> I'm recording <laughs> my lines and I'm, you know, in the moment, Joe will be like, oh, yeah, so we're, we're getting this feeling and we're summoning this up and that'll happen. And But it will be very isolated. And then I see it with the, the whole cartoon and everyone else and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, talking about that isolation, Mel, because when the last round of episodes dropped, we heard a lot about how you hadn't actually met Dave, your on-screen husband, and um, everyone just records their voice separately. Um, I know the last few months certainly haven't been uh, 
very helpful for actually getting to meet people. <laughs> but is that on the list? Are you hoping to finally At some record? point, that would be great. I was actually talking to Dave yesterday on the phone. So so we do chat, um, but just we still haven't met in person, uh, which I think is wonderful and hilarious that, you know, we've got this what's becoming quite this iconic couple and we haven't met in real life. And what about other um other sort of guest stars, I suppose. Um, has there been anyone pop up in the cast list who you would kind of wish you could have been in the same room to record, Dads? Hmm, that's a good question. It would have been fun with uh, Hamish and Zoe, I'm not going to lie, on <laughs> fans. Uh, they're both fabulous in their own right and I, I love that they've um, joined for a few cameos in the in the Bluey team. Hey, mate, where are your pizza ovens? All 300 left at the fake grass. If you hit a flamingo, you've gone too far. But uh, just, look, I love all the kids' voices of all the little dogs. I, I have, uh, my sister's obsessed with Rusty. Oh, fair. Mine. She's like, <laughs> he's so cute. I would die for that child. And I haven't met him, but I love him. <laughs> you can rent the upstairs room for $10 bucks. But I don't have any doll bucks. Hmm, maybe you need a job. Yeah, I could be a waitress for Bluey. Can you mind Polly? Sure. Bye. Do you want to learn how to build a fence, Polly? Ah, uh, too good. Um, on that, we know that um, Dave McCormack sounds exactly like Dave McCormack and he's constantly getting celebrity spotted as a result. Um, but but your voice is a little bit different. Was that a conscious decision and does it mean that people recognise you? or Never get recognised, ever. Um, I think um, it wasn't necessarily a super conscious decision. It was more just I'm a mum dog now and that was just the sound that came out when I, I thought of, you know, talking to these two little pups. And I, I think, um, I think when I, I do chili, there's something that's probably slightly more like Australia, classic Australian sounding than my natural voice. So I like lean into that a little bit more. Um, but no, never, never, ever get recognized. Um, also like I do a lot of different voice work. I work with an American accent half the mm. time. Um, last year I did a play that I was French. Um, yeah, so I, I have, a, I have a bit of a chameleon voice that I can really move it around. I played a robot in a film that's just come out. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's much more malleable. Whereas Dave just sounds like Bandit 100% of the time. And I <laughs> love the same that. Person dog. If you haven't read Chili for a while, do you have a go-to phrase to kind of get back in the voice? Ah, oh, nah, she's just kind of, she's there on the page. It's so clear. As soon as you read the dialogue, it's like, oh, yeah, this is Chili. This is, right. this is the way Chili speaks. <laughs> Fair. Really clear. But, you know, a, a, a wackadoo, I'm sure, will always get you in if you need. <laughs> That's a good tip. Thank you. Mel, with our podcast, we get a lot of fan fiction and a lot of um, very oh, animated no. um, uh, fans getting in touch with us. Have you had any Bluey fans get in touch with their crazy theories about chili or just showering you with praise? Um, not the theory part. The the praise part, yeah, that's that's super lovely. Hello to everyone who loves chili. She loves you back. Um, 
But not the fan theory one. That's hilarious. Oh, we get fan fiction about, you know, Bluey going off to, I don't know, do acting school overseas and it's amazing. Like, yeah, just. That's uh, wild. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the best chili theory. I think there's a bit of um, shipping going on of uh, (laughs) Chili and Lucky's dad. So um, that's very ripe for the picking. Romance over the fan. (laughs) How how do you feel about Lucky's dad? Funny. Look, he's a champ, uh, but my heart is with Bandit. <laughs> I just got it from Hammerbarn. We're going to Hammerbarn. Yeah, Hammerbarn. Jeez, lawn's looking great. That's a relief for everyone. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a whole new world. <laughs> um, Mel, Chili and Bandit resonate with so many parents and carers and they're so often held up as role models. When you were reading the scripts, did you expect that and why do you think that is? You know, I've I've been, you know, had a few interviews with this kind of question that's come up. I think uh, there's a few reasons. I think one of them is you watch it and there is so much equality in this relationship. There is an equal division of uh, household labor, but also emotional labor with the child rearing. And the way that they communicate is with so much love and respect and humor. So I think that's something that people watch and really aspire to and go, this is the kind of relationship, this is the kind of relationship I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with a lot of Australian and just parents generally around the world see this and go, oh, this is a really beautiful model. I think the other thing is that they're fallible. Like episodes like The Dump, which is one that I really love, where um, he owns that he's not perfect. And like in Sticky Gecko, when uh, mum gets frustrated or dance mode where she hasn't quite tuned into bingo and what's happening and she's able to apologise when she didn't realise that bingo didn't really have the autonomy that she needed and she was getting a bit steamrolled. And I think it's those things that when we're able to be vulnerable that way as as parents but just people in general, um, so much beauty and good and real connection can happen through that. And I think whether it's conscious or not, that's something that people are really resonating with, the mm. complexity of the characters and the realness and the ability to own mistakes I think is something that is so beautiful um, in the show and just so necessary to be modelled. Does this mean I failed mum school? Well, yeah. Aw, I'm such a cushion head. But that's okay. We all fail mum school sometimes. Oh, okay. We can just start again tomorrow. Thanks, mum. Yes, something we can all aspire to, hopefully. <laughs> if we've sort of been forgetting about that. Come about to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can extend beyond the uh, the family dynamic, definitely. Um, I think a lot of uh, Bluey fans have discovered you through this show. Um, you know, they're following you on Instagram, seeing a lot of your creative side, your poetry and art and photography, as well as your acting. What's um What's the future hold for Melanie Zanetti? Okay, what am I doing at the moment? I have um 
I mentioned it quickly before, there's a Paramount film called Love and Monsters and it's just come out in the US and it's going to be out here soon. And I play a couple of roles in that, a human and a robot. Look, Daddy Robot. <laughs> it's a Mommy Robot. Hello. <laughs> Cheese and crackers. And it's a really fun film and it's doing really well. I think it's like 92% on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. So it's it's killing it. And I've um, just booked a part in, I don't know if I can really talk about it yet because I don't think it's up on IMDb, but it's an American series that's filming here that um, I'll do a couple of episodes on in, in a few weeks. Sounds exciting. Yeah, then I've got some films that I that were supposed to be filmed this year in the US and Italy, some romance films um, that I'll go back to. And then there's another one at the moment we have conflicting dates, but it's sort of a turn-of-the-century period piece thriller that may or may not Ooh. I'll be able to do depending on scheduling. So that's sort of what's what's happening. And then, of course, third season of Bluey. Congratulations. That was, uh, yes, a very much a high point of the last few weeks for us. And yes, so much to look forward to there. That's for being cheeky. Can't argue with that. Uh, Joseph McMahon's just decided to join in the wagon. So we'll just continue. <laughs> it's all happening here. It's got to be done. Uh, now, in the immediate future, we absolutely can't wait for your new episodes to land. Um, give us some spoilers. What, what can we look out for in these new episodes and what are you looking forward to being able to share? Um, well, you get to meet Chili's dad, which is a really, really fun episode, um, out on uh, his property. And uh, there's some uh, a few episodes that really look at what it's like to be a mum with new babies or puppies um, that I think is going to be really, how do I say this, helpful, I think, um, to young mums. And Is this that Baby Bluey episode, a baby race? Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks it's, good, um, that little bum shuffle I think it's going to be great. And uh, there's sort of a nod to the Women's Weekly Cookbook <laughs> in there. <laughs> Which was that. That's such a fun episode. Uh, like always, there's just so many good episodes on their way. And um, because I've recorded them in, you know, in sections, so I do about four at a time and pickups from the previous lot, um, I've been, I've recorded these, they were like, I don't know, from the start of the year. So oh, wow. even remembering what all of them are, it's going to be exciting for me as well as they come out and go, oh, that's what we did. This is great. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for the surprises just like you guys. Ooh, well, that sounds very promising. Are things, like, do you know anything apart from what the script that you're voicing, Mel? Um, for instance, you know, really excited to see Grandad, who uh, there's been a bit of speculation about who might be voicing Grandad. Have you been looped into that? I have not been looped into that. I have Ooh. no idea who that is. <laughs> cool. Who would well, you like we it to be? We're in the same <laughs> Oh, any, anyone who has a, a lovely, warm granddad voice, yeah. uh, I'm in for. Don't you ever quit? What are we going to do? We can do. Paddle, granddad. I can't. I found. 
it's been so amazing to hear about what you've been up to, Mel, and um, what's coming up in these episodes. Um, all the guests we've had on Got to Be Done, we try and whip through some standard questions um, to to really, I guess, get a sense of what Bluey means to you. Um, and yeah, the first one we ask, we might have to put a disclaimer on it. Um, favorite character apart from Chili? <laughs> oh wow. That's, oh, my gosh. Oh, you know what? It's a tie. It's Blue and Bingo together. I can't oh, choose. They're my faves. True, Mum. Great work. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, what's your favourite episode? Oh, I think it's Sleepy Time. I just think oh, you just can't go past it. It's brilliant. Um, what about favourite quote? Have you got a line that you just go back to over and over again? Oh, I really, when I was recording that last um, section that have, that's come out already, when we were doing Hammer Barn and the this is what happens when, when uh, <laughs> I can't even remember on my mind, but someone's uh, husband gets it. That line, yeah. we were also tossing up someone's husband dies, someone's Ooh. husband breaks. Like it was so much fun. I was oh. I was fighting for someone's husband dies. I don't think the ABC and BBC were keen. No, I'm probably um, not. Probably not kids, but hilarious. Um, so reading the script, I love when when I I would always you know get through and get the script through and read um, them before I'd go through a session, and I was cackling with Hammerbarn. It was just oh, such a such a wonderful episode, and also the moment where she just had the talk about. Things don't grow on trees. Things aren't just for free. And then they go and there's the paint swatches. And they're like, oh, these all free. And she's like, yeah, they're free. Yes, they're free. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it nice having everything? Yes, it is. Just try not to get used to it, okay? Oh, it's that lady who said we can't have everything we want. Don't listen to her, Rhonda. Uh, my fave. The last two visits we've had to Bunnings here in Melbourne, um, the first one, my three-year-old ran out with his paint swatches crying, I want a husband. <laughs> and, yeah, and the second one, we actually were buying some paint and he um, approached the wall of paint chips and he just looked at me and said, it's everything I want. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know whether to ban you from the iPad or to be really proud right now. <laughs> yeah, that is perfect. I love that so much. So there's a lot of for real life moments, I guess, that, that come out um, of Bluey. But what's yours? Um, that's that's happened. Oh, I don't know if there's any of mine particularly. I have a friend and her her daughter. They were, they were having a barbecue. Sat up on, stood up in a chair and screamed. Uh, is anyone going to mention the salads, which I really, <laughs> really loved? Uh, oh, uh, been so much for salad appreciation in this country. It's great. So <laughs> wonderful. I, I just love hearing people just randomly around um, use bluey vernacular. It's wonderful hearing lines. I, I hearing. I was on a, in the grocery store and these two little girls were asking their mum, for real life, can we get that chocolate? And I was very proud. Oh, too good. <laughs> um, let's throw back. Um, what was your favourite kids' uh, TV show as a child as opposed to now? <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. 
Um, there was a few that I loved. I was I really loved Around the Twist. That one really mm. stuck with me. Um, what oh, else? that song is going to be an earworm for me now for the rest oh, of the Oh, no, me too. <laughs> so dangerous. Um, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, I'm trying to think. There was uh, Trapdoor. Oh, yeah, that was great. So great. Really mm. kind of like messed me up, but I liked it at the same time. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. But yeah. sort of weirdly satisfying. It's strange, yeah, slavery and clanimation. It's, uh, yeah, probably yeah, wouldn't be. Yeah, so messed up. Inserting. Had a great theme song, though. Like, yeah, it just it really did. Nailed it. It was, it was uh, a classic. Um, yeah, these are all, some of these are a bit older. I remember watching Spellbinders, which was a mm. Jonathan uh, Shift show, and then I ended up working with Jonathan. Um, oh, I did oh, Bureau of Magical Things. Yeah. yeah, it was it was wonderful. I got to play an elf and I got to play the villain. It's the first and only time I've ever got to play a bad guy, which was oh. really fun. You should be able to do that again, Mel. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I really should. Do, but I it would be a great villain. <laughs> um, yeah, but back to back to kids' TV shows. There's a lot of a lot of quality ABC. Yeah, bless the ABC. Um, my mum my was like, we weren't huge TV people. Uh, she kind of, I think there was a couple of years, she kind of put it in the cupboard. Um, and I think it made us all more creative. That's a good uh, Bob Bilby type point. <laughs> That's uh, a, yeah. um, Mel, what do you need to see in season three and why? I mean, you, you're very creative. Maybe you're suggesting storylines to Mr. Brum or? Oh, look, I think Joe's a genius. Uh <laughs> Really, like genuinely, he's been able to capture something about a period of time in a, in children's lives where they're they're so plastic and malleable in the way they're learning, and they're so funny at that age. I think he really has this sort of like I don't know in vitro tap into that you know sort of special time. But there was there was one point I'd brought something up. Um, about my some of my family dynamics and he was like that thing can you tell me about that and I was like I don't know if you want to go into that and he's like no 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 this is going to be great I'm going to use that for an episode so we'll see if that the thing I'm not saying because I don't know if it's made into an episode oh. makes it in. <laughs> can you give us a hint can you give us a um, it was uh it was about uh the way my family communicated <laughs> together uh. as a, a big group of people uh, uh, how, yeah, how do you get, like, m- multiple children who are all about two years apart to, like, function in a house together? It's a lot. That sounds very rich for the, uh, for the story mining. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, finally, we see so many pop culture references in Bluey Mel. Obviously, you're very much in that world is there is there something you'd love to see referenced in an episode and why oh that's a good one I don't know I do love when I I love the bin chicken stuff I love anything that's like quintessentially Australian that when kids in America start saying it people are going to think they're crazy and I'm so I'm so excited (laughs) at the idea that these American children are going to start having these, it's already happening from what I've heard, Australianisms, yeah. um, like little American kids calling each other mate uh, and sport. 
having little tinges of Australian accents. I'm hearing all of this happening and it's it's time. The reverse is happening. We've had that American thing happening forever, uh, you know, infiltrating us and we're about to on a huge level infiltrate them. It's really exciting. Yeah, so anything the along the binge lines, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> One thing I think is on our list that we'd love to see uh, pop up um, is a almost a musical um, episode, uh, and we know Dave's good for it. Can you sing, Mel? Everyone can sing. <laughs> that sounds My like something I could say. Guys, that's genius. I am keen. <clears throat> Stop pushing it. I'm, yeah, I'm okay, so great. up for a musical app. This is if we say it's happening, exciting. it's going to happen, surely. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to keep saying it until it happens. Just being able to confirm that Bluey the Musical is going to happen. This is great. <laughs> You're um, here first. <laughs> you've brought us so much happiness today, Melanie Zanetti. Thank you. Um, Thanks so much for having me. It, yeah, brilliant having you on Got to Be Done. And uh, can't wait to, yeah, be finding out with you what's happening in those next episodes. <laughs> me too. And if um, you want to get more Got to Be Done, wherever you are, you can find us on all the socials. Um, it's at Bluey Pod on Facebook, at Bluey Pod on Instagram, at Bluey Podcast on Twitter, and email us at uh, bluepod at gmail.com. Mel, do you want to give um, the folks at home your handles as to where they can find you? Oh, um, I'm mainly just on Instagram. Uh, you can just find me at Melanie Zanetti um, and there'll be a few around, so it's the one with the little blue tick if you get confused. <laughs> and I can hardly endorse my Instagram. It's beautiful. It's got lots of poetry, beautiful photography, um, yeah, you're clearly an exceptionally creative person. So thank you so much for sharing some of that creativity with us here today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, guys. It's been a joy. Thank you. And, yeah, we'll talk to you guys so soon. But in the meantime, it's got to be done. Bye. 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 Oh, we got away. Oh, my God.